Welcome to Regains with Josh, a podcast series to share life stories and tips through the lens of you. I'm Joshua Cow, your host. Today, we'll hear from a student athlete, Ben Felter. Ben is a Palo High School alumni and rising sophomore at Stanford University. Ben attends Stanford as a rower, is majoring in computer science, and loves surfing, pottery, and playing poker with friends. Welcome to Weekends with Josh, Ben. It's an honor to have you. Thank you for having me, Josh. I'm really excited. All right, let's get started. So how's it going with college life and at Stanford? Do you find it a big step up from high school and in what way? I mean, I would say before I got to college, I was really worried about not being ready for like the increase in, you know, homework load, the increase in load from rowing and all the you know, new relationships and random meetings you make with people in college, which I didn't end up having to wor- worry about just because of COVID and doing a lot of my schooling from either my room or um, my dorm room on campus, which was only with my teammates. Um, but I would say, especially for Pali students, I don't think the ramp up is really that bad. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize how much pressure is on you when you're at a school like Pali Gun. Um, a lot of the schools in the Bay Area, um, you know, the workload really isn't that much different. I would say it may be a little bit harder, but I truly believe in the idea of like slowly increasing pressure on yourself, slowly increasing load um, in order to grow, not very quickly, but slowly over time. Um, And I think throughout high school, they did a pretty good job of slowly, like, you know, your freshman year, they kind of baby a little bit. You'll see that pretty soon. I know you're going into your freshman year um getting you into like the swing of things and they slowly like you know your sophomore year build up there you're like you're a little bit more responsible you can take on a little bit more pressure um and then as you get to your senior you're almost like an independent adult sort of um and as you get to college they understand that even though you're a lot more independent you still you know have a lot to learn right and i think that stanford for me has done a good job of um hitting that hitting my path of growth pretty well. So like I was, I was prepared, but they're putting just enough pressure on me that I'm still, um, I'm still growing. Yeah. And slowly, slowly building up stressors. That's a good strategy so that you're not suddenly overwhelmed. Yeah. And okay. So now let's travel back to high school life. If you could remember the biggest challenge in high school, what was it? And how did you overcome that? Yeah. I think that for every high school student, um, especially in Palo Alto, like in our area, a lot of your self-worth is placed on what college you get into. Like there are kids out there that, you know, pretty much base their entire personality, base their entire um, sense of like whether or not they are going to be successful or whether or not they're, you know, think their parents are going to be proud of them or love them even on what college that they think they're going to get into. Um, and I think that's a lot of pressure, especially for people at such a young age. Um, and I fell into the same pit of like almost dedicating like my every day to like one goal and that's getting into college, right? And I think for me, um, rowing was intertwined with that goal because I knew that, especially for rowing, there's a, at least for me, there was like a big chance of potentially that helping me get into college or being able to row in college, right? And so I think the biggest challenge that comes along with that is when 
I got injured my junior year. So I was simultaneously dealing with um, pretty difficult course load and also um, having my sport almost stripped from me and thinking that this could possibly be the reason why I don't end up getting into the college that I may have wanted to because I might not have rowing to help me anymore. Um, and I think that having an injury to put all of that, like, you know, self-worth, um, you know, fears of not getting into, or not like making my parents proud fears of not making myself proud. Um, that was probably a huge challenge for me, my, my junior year and overcoming it, I think was a matter of, a matter of, um, you know, it's, it's not really like a, a journey. I'd say it's more of like a day-by-day -day thing. It's hard to imagine eight months of being injured and having to deal with all that stress, but imagining it just day by day, I think for me was the way of like slowly getting through it. And eventually I did get through it. And I think I'm a lot stronger because of that. Man, that, that must've been a grueling process and I'm happy you overcame it. Now in what you just mentioned and in general, it takes a lot to be a student athlete. And what motivated you to pursue the sports path as a rower to begin with? Um, well, getting into rowing was sort of a funny story for me. I, um, as I mentioned before, I tried out almost every sport. I you know, got into wrestling, I got into cross country, I got into water polo, I swam for a while, like I played golf for a little bit, um, a whole bunch of sports. And the problem was is that although I love playing them, I was sort of like intermediate at best at most of them. Um, and I think I always had that voice in my head of like wanting to compete at a higher level. Um, and I, I was starting to, you know, have my growth spurt, gain a little bit of weight and people were recommending me towards rowing just cause I guess I, I looked the part. Um, and once I picked it up, I, it was the first time I ever had that feeling of like, oh, wow, I could possibly compete at the next level. Like I could actually be pretty good at this sport. Um, and that's what got me into rowing and got me to stick with rowing. Um, but even through that, I think there were a lot of moments where I wasn't sure if I wanted to pursue that path just because it can be like quite a grueling path to take, you know, and there were many points where I considered quitting. I considered if I was like cut out for this type of lifestyle. Um, but I think it, I think I'm, I'm really happy that I did stick with it just because it's been so rewarding. And when did you, when did you start rowing? I started rowing about the end of my sophomore year, which is late considering most sports, but for rowing, it isn't too bad. Um, it's a sport that you can't really do that early in your life, just because your body needs to be developed quite a bit before you're able to put it under like so much um, stress and like tension because injuries can be really common in rowing. Yeah. And rowing really is a unique sport and yeah i'm happy that you found rowing and stick with that and now you have passion with rowing and now in college you're rowing in college what does it take every day to be a college athlete could you take us through a typical day in rowing season um typical day during the rowing season um Let's see, I'd say I had two quarters on campus with semi-normal rowing season, even with COVID, just we were pretty lucky to have that. Um, and so typical day would include waking up around like 5.15 a.m. 
um, which is about the latest I can get up quickly getting out of bed in like, you know, less than a minute, pretty much just because I want to give myself as much sleep as possible. Um, hopping in team vans, going to practice. And then sometimes you're so tired in the morning that practice almost just like snaps by because you're just like a, a zombie pretty much in the morning that early. Um, and it was a bit different for me this past year, just because, you know, there was no like community classes, a lot of just like going back to my dorm and um, getting my classes done. Or I think in college, one of the things I realized is like, there's a lot more homework instead of classes. I never spent that much time in class. There's a lot of just like completing projects um, and doing like very large homework assignments. Um, and then, I don't know, I, I would just say like, as a more like overarching answer to this question is that it, it does take like a lot of effort to stay on top of, um, you know, your schoolwork, your fitness and rowing, um, your relationships with your friends and your family. Um, but I do remember every day being like a student athlete, the feeling of at the end of the day, like when you're going to bed, like, you know, you get that nice peaceful feeling of quietness. And I would always think about, especially after like a very hard day, like just the satisfying, satisfying feeling of like, I think I was product as productive as I could have been that day, if that makes sense. And for me, that's like a very, I, I love that feeling. And that's part of why I think I have stuck with rowing and have like put myself um, in this position to like, you know, sacrifice a lot of my free time in order to, you know, get, get a lot more done during the day. Yeah. And so now you've rowed when you're in college and you're, ex you're an experienced rower. Now, if you could have a time machine to travel back to your sophomore self, who's just started rowing, what would you tell him? Would you, what would you tell him to do more of? And what would you avoid? Mm, I'd say that's a pretty difficult question. Um, if I could go back to talk to my sophomore yourself, for some reason, I'm, I would want to tell him to not, it's bad, but I, I almost think I cared a little bit too much. Like there was a lot of anxiety and stress that came out of, you know, rowing and school that I don't think was necessary. Although maybe it was that stress that I was under that motivated me to work so hard. So it's a difficult question to answer. Um, but if I was to pick something I absolutely would change, um, I would say that like, there's a bit of, there's maturity that comes with like competing in rowing at a high level or any sport at a high level. I think that when I look back at my high school self, a lot of it was like not really thinking smart about my training, not really thinking smart about managing my time. A lot of it was just like randomly throwing myself at things, whether that means like, you know, working out beyond like what I could recover from, not getting enough sleep just because I was up doing something stupid with my friends or um, I think if I had been a lot smarter about that type of stuff, I probably would have been a lot better off, a lot happier, a lot well-rested and probably a faster rower, better student because of it. Yeah, that's in general, very actionable advice. And where, where are you up to next? So let's travel back to the present time. Where are you up to next? And many college students face the challenge after the four years to choose one pathway to pick the future career path. Beyond rowing, what are some of your passions and how will you go about picking your future pathway? 
Yeah, I mean, going into college, I really had no idea what my path was, um, which was kind of a point of uncertainty for me, which, you know, nobody likes uncertainty. I, 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 I especially like having more of a plan for, you know, my next couple of years, which is almost impossible to find, but still fun to think about. Um, and I think I was lucky that one of my first classes I took, like the intro to computer science course at Stanford, um, I just absolutely loved. Like it was so much fun. I didn't realize that computer science was so much more than like what I thought it was in high school because I actually hated it in high school. Um, and once I found that, like it was actually really nice for, for me to have like sort of a direction, at least in school for like where I want to spend my time, what I want to do with my life, like the career path I want to follow. Um, and I think the reason why I am interested in, in the path of computer science is because I feel like it's a really empowering skill to have. You know, I see people like your brother, Jonathan Cow, who can turn an idea for like an application, piece of software, like almost anything um, into like a physical you know, into an act, like into reality, basically, um, in not that much time at all. And having that power to like, turn, make your, like, make your ideas happen, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're working for a startup or, you know, a larger corporate company. Um, I, I, I want to reach the point where I can comfortably like turn complex ideas into actual products, um, which probably will take many years to to master but I'm getting there yeah definitely it just it must feel really satisfying to just take an idea and run off with it and make it reality and what you just stated just sounds so interesting and I'm wishing the best for you in that path now final words of wisdom Ben any advice tips encouragement for aspiring student athletes or just tips in general Hmm. Yeah, I'd say that I'd say my words of wisdom would be like reflecting back on my life, especially throughout like the past two years, I think it's been a pretty difficult time for all of us. Um, and there's probably been a lot of growth because of that, um, those difficult times. But especially for me, I think that I was used to everything working out usually throughout like the beginning of my life. You know, I got into the school that I wanted. Um, I, you know, had great friends. I had great teachers. I had like, was always in like a great environment for me, um, at Pally and everything. Um, and I think that getting to Stanford and then having, you know, my sport get cut and everything and going through COVID, um, was the first period of time where I really felt like things weren't going my way, if that makes sense. Um, which should be like such a common thing to go through, but um, for someone who like me, who like feels pretty lucky, like things usually go my way. Um, it was really interesting to have to go through a period of time where I didn't feel that way. Like things really felt like they were never going my way. Um, and I think that it was important for me to experience that. And because, you know, things are bound to not go your way at times, um, because being able to move forward when things aren't going your way is probably the single most important piece of like eventually reaching success, whether that be like getting to the job you eventually want or, um, you know, succeeding in the sport that you're playing or, you know, whatever your hobby is, whether it be like art or 
um, you know, some other random thing. I think that being able to keep moving forward, especially when it just seems like nothing's going your way, is the most important skill for that type of that like that sort of marathon of a goal. Yeah, we're living in a marathon, not a sprint, and just gotta, you know, make it through it. <laughs> it's great to hear the growth you've experienced, and thanks for your time and insight, Ben. That should yeah. wrap it up. Thank you, Josh. The stories from Ben were amazing. Let's learn from it. Here's my takeaway. Keep moving forward, even when something's not going your way. Take each day, day by day, and you'll eventually get through it. Ben's back injury definitely wasn't something he wanted. However, by taking it day by day, slowly but surely, he overcame it and became a stronger person. Life's a marathon, not a sprint. You got to push through. That's the student-athlete spirit. What's your takeaway? Bickens with Josh, signing out. Peace out.